Yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we'll dive into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B and have some fun along the way. My name is Jessica Cross, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome back. It's Marketing Off the Mat, and this is Jessica. I'm so excited to be here with you today to talk about something that I am super passionate about, and that is how to find your niche in the yoga and wellness industry. Now, you always hear me say that it's really essential to identify who your target audience is and the very people that you want to serve and cater to because we have this amazing, loving mindset where we want to help everybody. We want to make sure everyone has access to the tools that we have in our kit so they can feel better, so they can move through the world with a bit more peace. But I got to (laughs) say, it's time to ditch that mindset, y'all. We got to start thinking about more custom offers because there's a lot of yoga out there, which is wonderful. And it makes it so much more difficult for us to stand out. So that's why it's so important to niche down. And, you know, one of the very first things that I always hear, and this is my first tip is, you know, number one, we got to ditch the mindset that we're excluding people by niching down. It can feel almost as if we're coming from that lens of scarcity where it's, you know, oh man, like just if I niche down, I'm going to be cutting out, you know, you know, all, all of my current clients potentially, or, you know, people that might be coming to my studio classes. But the reality is, is you are more clearly shining your light. So the people that you truly are meant to serve, the people that you're truly meant to work with can see you. And yes, by saying, you know, here's my line in the sand. This is where I will stake my claim. And this is how I can help. You may or may not have people that your message does not resonate with any longer. And that's not a big deal because you're making space for the people that it does. So, and on the flip side of that too, you may actually further confirm that the people that you're already serving are your right fit, your true blue clients that you really want to be helping. And you're just further clarifying that it's like, yes, you're in the right place, guys. You keep coming to the right classes. You're coming to my workshops and they start to maybe even further look for your more premium offerings, like your events, your retreats, your trainings. So number one, let's ditch that mindset that we're cutting people out because we're really making space for our right fit people to be in our circle. Okay, so number two, you know, when you're looking at, okay, so so you've decided, all right, Jessica, I'm gonna niche down, but now what? Like, I don't know what my niche is. How do I figure this out? So number two is to identify your strengths. What is the easiest thing for you to teach? The thing that seems so incredibly obvious that it doesn't even maybe feel all that shiny or special to you. What is that thing? Um, This might be something that people ask you for on a regular basis um, in your classes or, you know, perhaps when you're in the uh, lounge at work and someone asks you a question about a specific pose or how they can stretch out their calves if they're runners and you notice, you start to notice some trends that 
current or more common questions that people are asking you for it. And you answer that without even blinking an eye. It's just part of you. But to those people that are seeking you out, that are searching for that information, that's gold. And you don't even realize that you're carrying it. So start to look for some trends. Start looking for some trends. What do people most frequently ask you for? What are some common questions that either your students or people in your circles, either be it at work or family, friends, what, what are they seeking your advice for? And what feels sort of exciting, sort of simple for you to offer? And that might be your first glimpse of what you can try as your niche. So I'll also say, you'll notice I use the word first glimpse. This may not be the perfect fit, but it is a clue along the way for you to get started. So lean into those little, those little hints, those little gut feelings. You're like, hmm, maybe I could offer that. And maybe it's not as simple or as obvious to other people as it is to me. Okay. So my third tip is test your skills. So if you're, you've kind of thought about what your niche might be, and now you have an inkling of what that might, that right fit niche for you might be. Now it's time for you to start putting the feelers out there that this could be something you could serve people with. So, you know, as an example, there's, I mean, there's lots of ways to try this. You could put together a workshop on this very specific theme. You could also offer one-to-one sessions for you know a, a small number of people for a short amount of time it could be either free or paid uh it could be offering to uh you know speak on a podcast about a specific thing or start sharing this content in your current channels like your social media or perhaps if you have an email list start putting the feelers out and watch people watch people's reaction it's an experiment it's not of course either way a judgment upon you as a person, but you're just looking at it through the lens of a scientist. Like what are people attracted to? What are people drawn to that you put out there? And then equally, or maybe even more importantly, how do you feel when you're putting this offer out into the world? No matter what it is, free or paid, when you're teaching the specific offering, to a specific type of person or a specific type of class, uh, feeling, a mood, a thing that you're wanting to solve for, basically, how do you feel? Do you feel uplifted? Do you feel like I could talk about this forever? Do you feel excited? Do you feel like you want to keep doing it? Because those are also little gut feelings, another breadcrumb on the path that's saying to you, hey, this might be something. And on the reverse, if you're getting those little gut feelings, where you're like, you know what, this isn't for me. Those are also breadcrumbs. So all that to say, during your experimentation phase, testing your skills, you really can't go wrong <laughs> because you're going to get information in both ways. Okay, so tip number four, start establishing yourself in the space as somebody who offers this, you'll start establishing yourself as a service provider in this specific niche. So let's say you've gone through the experimentation phase, phase you've, you've tested your skills. Now it's, a, it's the time to start 
really kind of stepping into this thing that of course it's the one that has given you the most breadcrumbs in that direction start putting yourself out there start establishing yourself as an expert in this field and if expert feels a little edgy for you start establishing yourself as a, as an aficionado or somebody who feels really 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 passionate about the specific yoga niche so here's here's an example let's say i am interested in running that was, as a previous example of somebody's asked me in the coffee bar at work before uh, for some tips about running i'm like oh yeah hmm. you know i'm a runner and i also teach yoga so you know those types of offerings seem like really simple for me to provide. Maybe I offer this person a free one-to-one -one session and in exchange for some feedback. So then I get to feel it out. Then I get to see how it goes with this person. And then I have the option, of course, to ask if they'd be willing to give me a review. So once they have once you've had that whole experience, once you have a review, even if you don't believe yourself to be an expert in yoga for runners, as I would, would throw my hand up and say, I'm not <laughs> right now, anyway, an expert for yoga for runners, and I'm not looking to take my business that way, by the way, if that's a, if that's an interest uh, for you, but I would have been on my way to starting to establish myself as somebody to look for, somebody to assist or problem solve for a runner who's needing a little bit more flexibility, who's wanting more strength, who's looking to improve their race time through a bit more self-care, a little bit more self-reverence. So that's an example. You can start establishing yourself just by taking these simple steps. And again, you're checking in. What's the response from yourself and from your clients from social media? Now, all this to say is if you aren't getting an immediate response and you're like, well, I tried it, Jess, it's over. <laughs> it's, it's on to the next thing. I would encourage you as you're going through this establish yourself phase in setting yourself apart in a yoga niche or a wellness niche to give yourself a little bit more time than just a one shot. It, in a world where we are used to and continually seek instant gratification. This is one of those areas of finding our niche that can feel really, really hard because it does take a little bit of time. So you'll need to continually remind people that you have this service, especially when it's new. You'll need to be making offers. You can't just assume that you put one offer out and that's all you'll ever need to do. You'll need to, and you'll want to, hopefully, if this is an area of passion for you, to talk about this a lot and talk about the benefits, the transformations that people are going to feel from your service. Okay, so those are my four tips for today for establishing yourself in a yoga niche or a wellness niche. I'm really, really excited to share that I have a brand new freebie on my website called Establishing Yourself as a Yoga Teacher in a Specific Niche. So go ahead and check that out. I have a full six-step list for you that's free to download that has these tips and a few, bit, a few more that can get you started. And also, you could have this if you're more of a visual learner, sometimes I am too, you'll have this in your pocket that you can go back to as you go through each of the steps and reassess. Maybe you try a few different niches on to see 
how things fit for you. And you can repeat and test and learn and test again and learn again every single time that you go through this. Okay. I hope that was helpful. Definitely check out my six steps to discover your yoga niche in my website on my free resources page. It's jessicacross.co. And I'll put that link in the show notes. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope this was helpful. It's time to niche down y'all if you're not there already. And I got you covered with this freebie and this episode. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram at at jessicacross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.